It's one of those events that you did not have to be there in the thick of it to be affected by it. In this episode, Adria, a nurse practitioner, and Matt, the chief security officer, discuss their experience of September 11th, 2001. I grew up in New York City, Manhattan area, and I lived uh, shortly outside the city, about 20 minutes uh, on the day that we remember as 9-11. Like so many people, I was at home. My husband came running into the room saying, you're not going to believe this, but a plane just crashed into the World Trade Center, turned the TV and was watching it like everyone else. I remembered back in 1993, the first attack in the World Trade Center, and I was very nervous to think that something more terrible was going to happen than what happened in 93. I know my brother-in-law worked at Goldman Sachs right across, and he had phoned my sister and said something hit the first tower. And my sister said, is this a joke? Are you joking right now? As the day progressed, trying to find out what was happening with everyone, it was a very solemn time. I'm grateful that we still had our landlines back then because that's how we were able to communicate most of the time since our cell phones had been down. You know, I wasn't in the city. Friends, family were, my brother-in-law, he heard the first plane, was watching with binoculars to see what was going on. The second plane was overhead, so he couldn't tell what kind of plane it was. He initially thought it was some sort of army plane. And then as he continued to watch, he started seeing people jump. And so then that's when he decided, "I I need to get out of here. The last time my sister heard from him was just as the first tower was starting to fall. So good news is that he made it out okay. And he and my family are grateful for that. But there are many people who didn't make it out. Where were you, Matt, when you found out what was taking place in New York that day? I was in Seattle, Washington. I was still a federal agent. We were actually on a relocation trip looking for a new home. We were moving from Washington, D.C., and there were several points of irony there, even for us. Number one, that we had flown out of the same airport as the plane that hit the Pentagon. Number two, I remembered vividly thinking that my organization's offices were right there at World Trade Center, and I couldn't imagine what might have transpired with all of our employees that went to work that morning. I also participated in 1993 as an investigator, So I couldn't think that anything would ever be worse than what happened in 1993 at the World Trade Center. And here we have it, something is markedly worse. Yeah, it's something that nobody ever thought was going to happen. It's a bit surreal because you're watching TV just like everybody else. But for me personally, while I was watching TV, I was watching to see if I recognized anybody. Who do I know is coming out? Because I had so many friends, some friends racing in, police officers, firemen, uh, cameramen for local news, trying to record what was going on for the day because it was, you know, historic and trying to see who, who made it out, who didn't. And the days following, flyers still stating missing because no one wanted to say what likely was the case. I was supposed to be called in to work on standby to help with anybody in the ED or the burn unit. 
And I didn't have to go in because unfortunately, we didn't have those survivors that we thought we were going to have that influx of. The days following, the weeks following, it was just a big change for everyone. You know, I lived in New York City between 2012 and 2017, and you can't not be in New York City and not be impacted by that, even this many years later. And I'm even struck right now this year, so much has happened on the last 24 months involving the country and elections and social justice and galvanizing and separation. I couldn't help but think that a colleague of mine said something on LinkedIn a couple of weeks ago. He said, you know, on 9-11, people weren't black or white or Hispanic or straight or gay. He said on 9-11, everyone in Manhattan was ash colored. And I thought about that and I was like, man, the only thing you saw people were people covered in ash. One of my college football teammates was a firefighter who went up into the tower. He lost his life that day. So I'll never forget him and you know what he meant to me. These things change all of us. And my entire office was wiped out. Goods, evidence, people, everything that we know about life in New York changed on that day. And I remembered my sister vividly in horror saying, no one from Cantor Fitzgerald made it. Nobody made it out alive. And so when you think of that, 20 years later, an entire generation of kids growing up without their family, they don't recall what happened because they weren't alive to see it or maybe too young to be able to process what happened. But we have an entire company that was completely devastated. That is one of the biggest pieces that came home for me was to be working with colleagues and knowing people and then in an instant everybody's gone. Whenever I fly back to the New York City skyline, it's changed. Obviously, there's another building there now, but when you fly in and out of New York City, you just can't help. I mean, it, your mind always goes there when you go by. It's eerily changed all of our lives forever. Absolutely. That was one of the moments in, in history, recent history, where there's a clear before and a clear after. The changes in safety and security of our country everything there, that was the after. And so to be able to recall what it was like before then, it's almost impossible because now we're just so used to all the security that you need to have. I remember afterward, you couldn't get back into work. You couldn't get back into any buildings unless you had your ID with you. And so that was one of the biggest changes. Um, and security was fierce. From the law enforcement and security perspective, everything changed after that day. What that day showed the entire United States was how very vulnerable we were in different ways. Things changed dramatically in law enforcement in terms of our focus, our attention, and what we applied our resources to. Security and law enforcement tend to go full circle and we do any and everything we can to make the public feel safe. In most cases, when you're that reactive, the measures that you're taking are not sustainable. So just like in 9-11, there are certain things we've sustained, like airport screening has gotten increased, right? There are other things we couldn't sustain. We can't put armed guards and police in front of every building and every apartment. It's not sustainable. So we get back to that norm of how we live. I think before then, we never heard of anything like homeland security and war on terror and these phrases that just roll off the tongue. The threat level, we lived and died by what the threat level was for the day. How safe are we going to feel? What are we going to do? What is our day going to be like? 
Well, remember also, the Department of Homeland Security didn't exist. And now the Department of Homeland Security is one of the largest organizations in government. So again, in response to things from a law enforcement security perspective, almost anything is possible. But under normal conditions, you would never take the measure to protect not just citizens of the United States, but people who visit here and, you know, and enjoy the U.S. as well. I think also as a society, everybody remembers were that day and their feelings that day. I'm sure it was a collective sense of shock because this is our country, this is our home, and we were attacked in our home. 20 years later, it is still one of those things that makes you feel like you're part of a collective human response. Well, you know, I'm reminded also that, that again, the irony is that my family and I have lived in Washington, D.C. Uh, five times. So I was reminded in watching what happened even at the Pentagon on that day of how much time I've spent in traffic right next to the Pentagon, how many people I knew who worked there, how many times when I was on the police department, I patrolled that area, how many times I stood in a building at, across the street at the United States Marshal Service or the Drug Enforcement Administration. And actually, I have friends and colleagues who were working at the DEA that day and literally at their desks in the windows, watch the plane go into the Pentagon, literally. Again, this is just a part of our lives. I mean, we're, I'm inextricably connected to New York City, inextricably connected to Washington, D.C. and the Pentagon. We had agents working in those scenes, recovering bodies and evidence and those sorts of things. Uh, not only are we impacted, but we're impacted in a very, very real way. And I'm reminded almost every day of some aspect of 9-11. Reflecting on 20 years later, 9-11 was one of the big reasons why I moved to the Midwest. My oldest is definitely a 9-11 baby. And we decided to move back to the Midwest where my husband grew up because we thought it would be safer. That's the main reason why we've raised three children in Iowa. And we wanted to make sure that we felt safe and give our kids the childhood that would reflect what it means to be an American in the Midwest. I don't regret that decision. Two years ago, 2019, I brought my kids to see the 9-11 memorial. And it had been quite some time for me to be able to do that because it's so emotional to see how different everything looks and that different the atmosphere is to me, will always be a place where we remember the people of that day. We, yeah. We know it's fascinating to go full circle also to be involved with healthcare now, especially at the Mayo Clinic, because I know dozens, if not hundreds, of people that were impacted by the work that they did at Ground Zero in a bad way through kidney cancer and liver cancer and liver disease and the other things that people developed while working at that scene because the carcinogens that were in the air as a result of jet fuel and building product just made hundreds of people sick. And I know in the law enforcement and fire service, emergency management, people have been dying ever since then from different things that they developed as a result. I'm reminded whenever I think of that building, that law enforcement and fire service and EMS, that and I say this often, we go into places that people would run out of. We do things that people would rather not be involved with. But if you can just imagine the people that showed up that morning and they saw people jumping out of buildings and they ran into the building anyway, and you're doing what you've been trained to do. I've never lost sight of that in terms of the public service sacrifice on 9-11. I agree. To have them approach the building, see this gaping hole, look at what they need to do 
still go in there knowing the probability of them coming back out is very low. Still going in there to do what they can and do their job is just something never to be forgotten. People walked to Brooklyn, to Queens. Why? Because there was no other way to get there. They walked through the tunnels over in New, New Jersey. It's something out of a really bad movie. And I, I know people who did that, who, yep. who started walking. And, and they weren't even near the trade center. They were uptown, you know, and they were in other places. But the businesses were telling people, you need to get out of Manhattan right now. Everybody leave Manhattan at once. All the ferries that came to help get people off the island at the end to try to get them over to the Jersey side to make sure that they're there safely. And all those ferry captains that answered the call, anybody with the boat to come help evacuate people. Because you didn't know if anything to come out of 9-11 that is one thing that I really think is is something that brings me peace, that everyone had this sense of unity, that as a country we stand together, and that we will be there side by side for each other. Where were you on September 11th, 2001? Share your experiences and your memories with a colleague, friend, or in the comments.